What is up, everybody? I hope y'all are having a phenomenal, phenomenal day. My name is Colton Trout. I'm the founder and CEO of the Today's Today community, here to help you crush your goals more consistently by crushing them on a daily basis. If you like the sound of that, make sure to go smash that subscribe button. Go leave a five-star review over on Apple Podcast uh, or wherever you're listening to this podcast. Make sure to share it with your friend. Post it up in your Instagram stories and tag us. Uh, all of our links are down below. But today, I am here with adrian barker did i say that right you said it beautifully awesome i like really hate getting people's names wrong and i think that's one of those things that sometimes people just do and just kind of gloss over that i'm like no 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 <laughs> i'm gonna make sure that i get it right as best as i can but adrian why don't you come on and tell everybody a little bit about who you are uh and what you do it is so nice to meet you. I'm very excited to be here. So I actually grew up in a family business selling promotional products, logo merchandise. And I, you know, I went to college to be a journalist. I just love people's stories. I just wanted to write for a living. And at the time, there was no blogs or anything like that. So, okay, if you ask, Colton, I'll tell you the date. So it would have been around 19... 82 that I went joined my parents in the business. So I'm actually 58 years old, even though, as you could see me, I look very, very young, like I'm in my 30s. So <laughs> never guess 58. <laughs> You're looking amazing. So you know what? My parents were traditionalists, which is really fun. So I got to learn their style, which is really quite different. And I knew even when I joined the business, I had to let go of my dreams of being a journalist that I would find myself really finding out the stories of our clients and what they're looking for and asking the questions. And it came naturally to me. So I love all of that. I did end up leaving the family business due to some different things that were taking place. And I went to the protocol school of Washington so I can learn corporate etiquette. Cause in all honesty, that's a piece that I was missing. I wasn't comfortable in meetings. I wasn't comfortable watching other people and some employees doing things that I knew were wrong, but I didn't have the, enough information to tell them, oh, I don't think you should have like 10 cocktails when the supplier is paying for it. So, you know, just how we were acting, that is really true though. Yeah. We would go out to eat and the suppliers would take us out and some of the employees were just ordering like, you know, the most expensive things on the menu. They thought it was an open house. And actually about a year later, the suppliers came back and had to ask us, you had to like not take us to the nicest restaurants and be more careful. And that's when I'm like, nobody's teaching me this. Nobody's teaching the staff this. I need to learn myself. And that was great because that really helped me to understand that I, it's called outclass the competition. How can we make ourselves set aside from someone else? And sometimes it just can be being nice. Colton, my parents used to take employees that they were considering hiring out to dinner and they would spend a lot of time. And I thought this, like, there's like so much time wasted. Just either hire or don't hire mom and dad. But what I found is that that's part of it. They were taking them out to dinner to see how focused were they were. Were they listening to my parents? Were they being distracted? How kind were they to the servers? How did they place their orders? So my parents never really taught me that. But until I, when I learned it, I realized oh, there was a method to their madness. And I love it. Like, want to share that. Yeah. Oh my gosh. No, I absolutely love that. And I think it's something because there's a massive amount of young entrepreneurs that have never been in the workplace and they're just going straight into entrepreneurship. And so I definitely feel like etiquette 
needs to be something more business coaches talk about, more entrepreneurs talk about, because it's something that a lot of these younger entrepreneurs, they're just not learning. They're seeing people on Instagram, they're seeing people on YouTube and now on TikTok, and they're like, oh, well, they're doing this. So that's just, that must how be, you know, how all business is, right? I can just act like that and it'll be fine. Or they're seeing these celebrities acting like, two-year-olds throwing tantrums and they're like okay well I can do that because you know that's what the famous people do and etiquette building those relationships understanding the fine subtleties of the little things that we do in business that's what makes or breaks a business so I love that your parents took people to restaurants Um, it's one of those things I will when I'm working to hire somebody, so I have two physical businesses. One of them is a wine shop. And so when I was working to hire a couple of employees for that, I was the the conversations that I was having with them wasn't about my shop like at all. Like anybody can bartend. Anybody can learn how to bartend and pour a glass of wine and pour a beer. I wanted to know what did they leave their last job for? Like, why were they not fulfilled there? Not necessarily, like, was it, like, a bad environment or anything? It's like, what were you not fulfilled for in that job? And what do you want to do long-term? Love it. Love it. Love it. But, it's funny. They call it soft skills, but really, they're essential skills. Mm-hmm. And, and, Colton, I ended up buying, in 2016, I spent $1,000 to buy $5,000 worth of workshops. So, I will send you the list, and I am happy yeah. to give... You the you know what it comes with this it's a it's a workshop it's a training guide it's a power a PowerPoint the trainer's manual and even some icebreakers and a certificate so I'll send you the list and if someone would like it I could deliver it for them or I could train a person and then they could deliver it and I'm happy to donate that to any of your um, listeners that would like that for free and my website for that is professionalglobaletiquette.com. Because, okay, I'll admit it. I'll admit it. I actually thought it was really cute of me to, like, burp in the boardroom. Like, I I remember, oh, my gosh. I remember being so, so hungover mm-hmm. that, like, now looking back, I should never even walked into that boardroom, literally a boardroom, at the board. And, you know, so I had, the, like, the, the towel over my head and a little bucket next to me. You know, maybe it was the industry, too. Maybe that we... Promotional products, we tend to, you know, after working hard all day, like a lot of industries, you drink. But I, but I thought it was cute. Like, you know, oh, look at Adrian. She's burping. You know what? I, I feel so much more comfortable that I know who I am. So I have that time. Now I sell promotional products for the second largest supplier in the United States called Halo Branded Solutions. And Halo, so I'm an independent rep, which I love. So I don't have to, you know, I do as as much as I can, I'm kind of in a new community. So I'm still trying to, I have to go back. Like, so imagine, you know, there was one point in my life where the phone calls were coming in. I was really, really busy, you know, always making sure that I would take time for everyone too, by the way, my philosophy is if you come into my office to try to sell me a printer or paper, I don't care what it is. I will stop what I'm doing and I will meet you. And I will, I will, will develop a relationship because that to me really says something about who they are. And I want to get to know who has the guts and the courage to walk into a showroom. Well, guess who now has to get the guts and the courage to walk into the showroom in someone else's office? Me 
and I'm not very gutsy. <laughs> so it's not so easy for me. So, you know, the networking and all of that, I'm doing it again, but I'm glad because I think anyways, as we run our own business, we, you know, a couple things is when you run your own business, when you start your business, you, you want to know enough that you can hire an attorney. Or you need to put a new roof on your building. You want to know enough. You can't, you can't have everyone take advantage of you. And so one of the things my parents did, which I also didn't understand, is that they made sure that they just got enough knowledge so that they could not be taken advantage of. And I think that's important. I'll talk to someone. They'll say, well, I have a web designer. And I'm like, so is it WordPress or Wix or what is it? Well, I don't know. You need to know. You need to know enough. You don't be the expert at it but know enough. And that is something that's not really taught a lot to anyone going into business, no matter what age you're at. Yeah. Well, and it's one of those things that we're taught to, or not necessarily taught. Nobody's taught this. I mean, there's no school for entrepreneurship other than hard knocks or hiring a business coach that's done it before and can walk you through that process and show you your blind spot. Oh, Colton, I have something for you. All right, everyone, get your papers down. www.s, as in Sam, C, as in cat, O, as in ocean, R, as in Ralph, E, as in Edward, dot org. And that is SCORE. We are here for you. So you go on to SCORE. It's a big onion of a website. You peel it back. I need a business plan. Type in search business plan. It'll pop up. Everything you need for your business, for the life of your business at any age. So it could be why you have the dream and you want to know how to even consider beginning or Colton, you're ready to exit your business. You're done. You want to make the money. How do I exit? You, there's SCORE mentors. We're absolutely free. And I will tell you this too. I just learned of this. So I am actually training to facilitate the Kaufman Foundation Fast Track, F-A-S-T-T-R-A-C, one word. That is actually a full entrepreneurial course that you can take, again, from the beginning to the end of your business. It's, it's complicated. It's not easy. There's a lot in that course that you really want to have other people to bounce off of. But if you want to try it, it's free. Also, you can look, you could go into the fast track and find someone that's actually going to teach you. I'm being trained how to facilitate the program, which is a lot of hours. I'm almost like over 20 hours of training because yeah. we have to learn how to train adult. You know, we have to be adult educators, which is quite different, but you're a hundred percent correct that these things are very hard to find. So for you, so you got score and you got the fast track and then you just reach out. I don't understand. I, I, there is a difference with coaching and I love coaching, but when you're starting a business, there's no reason to actually get yourself um, a coach. If you don't have the money, if you've got the money, spend it on everything you want. A lot of promotional products, adrianbarker.com. I'll take your money. But the reality is if you really are limited with your budget, Go to score.org because you get us for free. We're a mentor. Yeah. We'll yeah. help you. I become an accountability. I do so much for other people that really there should be a little place in heaven for me with the doors wide open. Come in, Adrian. <laughs> I donate a lot of <laughs> No, and, and that's one thing. So I so speaking back to kind of the budget and somebody that's just getting started, I think that's one of the main reasons. So I have my today's today community, right? 
it's a low ticket. It's 40 bucks a month for people to have access to. And they have access to all of my courses, all of my trainings, all of my lives, all of my Q and A's, all the industry experts that I bring in on a weekly basis in order to get that training. Because you're right, when you're first starting out, your budget is typically on the lower side if you have anything to budget in general. Um, but I still think having uh, a business coach to walk somebody through or a mentor, right? You don't have to go hire and spend thousands of dollars on a business coach if you just launch your business. Like if you like just launched your business and have never done any kind of sales, um, I can help you. That's not my realm of it. I'm definitely a badass when it comes to starting businesses and launching them. Um, but majority of my clients have already been in their business for a little bit of time. They need that extra kick to get over the six figure mark. Right. But I having access to a coach, I think when somebody does start at least to bounce questions off of or a community to bounce questions off of, that's somebody that's not your family. It's somebody that uh, is actually an entrepreneurship. A lot of times when we're going for advice, we go to people that are just our friends or our loved ones. They've never run a business before. They haven't run the business that you're trying to run. They've never reached the goals that you're, you're trying to accomplish. And so having somebody that can sit back there and provide some perspective shifts, I think is invaluable that a lot of the times you can't get from just free courses online. Not saying that like these courses are not like amazing, like they're brilliant, they're amazing. They're gonna teach you, teach you a lot of little technical details that you did not think of because you weren't taught in high school or college these things. Right. So right. I absolutely, absolutely love that. But I definitely think that having a business coach at every stage of your business, and it may be different business coaches, it may be different levels of a business coach, um, is really, really impactful and crucial. Um, I, I, I agree. I want to be clear. A mentor is quite different than a coach. I, yeah. I was really, I lost my mojo. It, I don't even know where it went. It went out the door and rolled down the street. And so I, I got connected with um, a local woman here who is a sales business coach and she really helped me. It was amazing. And I wasn't going to get that from, you know, talking to someone in score. She told me, she sees me doing a lot with score and she's like, how are you monetizing that? And I'm like, well, I can't it's score. I'm volunteering. And she, and I, she's like, but why aren't you selling promotional products? And I'm like, Oh, I, I don't know. I feel like I, I'm not getting that like oomph of a good feeling. And she said to me, Adrian, write down 50 ways that selling promotional products can make you feel good. And as I started writing down, you know, we can help raise money. We create, uh, you know, more engagement, retention for employees. I was like, oh my God, she's right. And it brought me back. So I do, first of all, you're very likable. So your program is absolutely worth it because they're, they're getting more of, of something that I don't think a mentor could give them, which is your experiencing, your age, what you see, and, and all the knowledge that you have. We can't compare. So, and if I had a coach, if I had a coach, and if I had not just a business coach growing up, but if I also had someone that could have helped me, you know what I needed? I would have liked to have known what my personality was and understand my personality compared to my siblings' personality because we were so different and it conflicted so so horribly that I'm no longer in the business because of, you know, and I guess I did write the book and yes, I feel very much that I was bullied and emotionally attacked and the state is ending now. So I've got to deal with my brother who, you know, still always has some kind of weird comment and things that he says, 
But then I have to look at it and say, Adrian, it's skewed to his own mind. And like, so we're just two different people. And I, I have to, it used to get to me. It used to burn like that feeling in the bottom of your feet, that rage. Yeah. Now he just sent me an email that was, it really wasn't even whatever. Just, I was able to read it and put it away and go, okay, this is who he is. I, I can't let it bother me. But I imagine that if I had help when I was younger, someone that could have said, listen, Adrian, you're a forward thinker. You, you're, you have a very high integrity. I have a, what's known as, and there is, a, I can't think of it, the, the disc finder program. There's something that's, that my integrity is very high. So if you're around me and you do something that is not high integrity or wrong, you know, I'll probably either say something or walk away. You know, I, I remember being in Las Vegas and passing a man that was laid out on the bridge, a pedestrian bridge, with a bottle of liquor. Everyone was walking by. Do you think I could walk by? I told my friends, go on. I have to get help. I got the security. They all, you know, we, we took care of him. I, I just can't let things go by. But that would annoy my, my siblings because they don't like, like, who, who is she? So I'm just saying you really want to just get the help that you need. And sometimes in order to be successful in business, you've got the help, got to get the help to understand who you are. So take the personality tests. I was in an Enneagram program that was interesting too so do all of that that'll help you and that's not you know essential skills but you have to have an expert that actually teaches you that you don't want to just take a test and not understand it either yeah well it's understanding it and learning how to implement and work with that like one of the things that we talk within the our coaching group is how do we learn personalities but how do we learn personality cues and so when I'm having like a conversation with someone in like a sales setting, right? How can I read them or ask certain questions that allows me the knowledge to, or, and the understanding of how they operate, what their personality is, because they'll tell you exactly how to sell them. They'll tell you exactly how to communicate with them. You just gotta be willing to listen. And if you can learn personalities and know the social cues and pick those up, makes life Damn. so much easier and if you know how you communicate and then you can relate that to them oh my gosh oh my gosh like i was working with a client once and he is a very detail-oriented person he is a very strong-headed person he loves communication he loves being there and responding very quickly um and i was asking him, i was like okay well the clients that you're currently working with that are a little bit harder to work with how do they communicate and he's like I don't know. And I was like, okay, well, what are their personalities? And then he was like, I don't know. It's like, okay, well, we can, we got to start there. Came back the next week. And it's like, I learned their personalities. I learned how they communicate. Everything is solved. And I was like, our business problems typically aren't ever super big business problems. There are sometimes big business problems that need to be handled in a variety of different ways uh, that take longer, but majority of them narrow down to very simple things. And I think understanding people's personalities is huge. Like the, the one of the girls that I hired for the wine shop, she is extremely detail oriented, organized and loves to clean. I mean, like it's a, <laughs> I get to clean. Yes, kind of like personality. And she, I mean, she absolutely loves it. She doesn't want to be the person that's leading the charge. She doesn't want to be doing the social media. She doesn't want to be in front of everybody. She'd love to bartend and then work the back office and just clean and organize everything. And that's perfect for her. 
that's exactly where I have her. And I was like, yep, nope, you don't need to do anything else. So anytime I need something cleaned, I usually save it for her. Not in a sense of like, oh, I'm just gonna make her clean everything. But like, that's what she loves, right? That allows her personality to flourish. It allows her to, to flourish and thrive within her work environment. So, yeah. so that's part of being a servant leader, though. So when you're a servant leader, you want to make sure that your employee is in the best position for them. And you've taken the time to make sure. And you know what? In your mind, you probably think, well, everyone's doing that. But the reality is no. a lot of people are. And that was another thing. I remember, oh, I have this like crazy story. My buddy, <laughs> I, so I, I came up to Daytona Beach to open up my parents' fifth art gallery. My mom had passed away and I was doing it for my dad. And, you know, I had hired this woman who turned out to be, she ended up, I just have to share this with you. She ended up spying on me for my father, which was really weird. I don't know how that happened. And, but my dad was like 90 years old at the time. So crazy, crazy. But anyway, so I hired her. And at one point we were looking for another young man to come in and I had interviewed him and he was a horrible interviewer. But in talking to him, I wanted to hire him. So I called her up on the phone and was telling her I was looking forward to us working with him and that we were going to really motivate him. We were going to help him so that, you know, when the day comes and he goes to move on, he'll enjoy it. Yeah, like, we're going to take care of him. And she said to me, are you F crazy? Are you nuts? Yeah. Why am I going to help this young man? I, I'm not going to help him. He comes to work. I will tell him what to do. I am not out to help him. There's something wrong with you, Adrian. And I'm like, oh my God, there's something really wrong with me. And then I started learning about servant leaders and I realized this is who I've been my whole life. I've always, I would say to my parents, well, how come, how come they have a title, but they're not, we're not helping them with a title. You know, she's national sales manager, but that's really not what she's doing. Well, it doesn't matter, Adrian. But shouldn't we make sure that she is successful in that position? I was always talking about making sure that do we set them up for failure? Can we set them up for success? And my parents are like, can you just sell and stop? And I'm like, but there was such a drive in me. It's, it's servant leadership. It's actually part of a personality where we want others to be successful. And, and actually, Colton, part of it is because you and I, we don't have egos. So we're not like, so like, oh my God, if that, I want them to be more successful for me. So it's, it's, yeah. I don't know if you studied servant leader and I have the workshop on it too, which is really interesting. But when you work with a servant leader, there are going to be different. So another leadership style is going to be like, what is going on with this person that cares so much about the employees, mm -hmm. care about bringing people into the business. Anyways, it's interesting to me because I'm 58 and I'm like now just starting to realize, oh, this is who I am. No wonder I have annoyed. So I could look at my brother and say, look, yeah, I, I, I am really annoying. Oh, and the other thing too is I could really be like, hi, how are you? And, and not fake, but like I, people always say to me, well, I love your passion. And I have, I have high energy. I, I taught myself high energy because I, there was, I have kidney stones. So in 2014, 15, and 16, I would take naps and I didn't want my family to care. I mean, my parents were, they were concerned with me, but I didn't want my sister-in-law, Kathy, I'm telling you the truth though. I didn't want my sister-in-law to know that I was taking naps. So I, <laughs> I learned how to go from a dead sleep to picking up the phone. Hey, it's Adrian. How are you? Is that not nuts? And now I have I have the ability. So I jump on Clubhouse. We teach ourselves. Exactly. Exactly. I also taught myself how to focus for up to eight hours in a 
presentation or a workshop in person. Mm -hmm. I can't do it on Zoom because I like, you know, uh, like this thing gets at me. But when we're in person, I have to put everything away and I don't sit next to anyone distracting. I can sit up to eight hours and just focus. Wow. Yep. That's awesome. I know. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Well, it's one of those, I mean, once again, it kind of goes back to those little parts of running a business that you got to learn. Um, I used to work in a financial services office and there would be times like we'd be working all morning and we'd be working into the evening time or having presentations or group meetings or whatever in the evenings. So during the afternoon when everything was super dead, like, I mean, my boss would take naps and he'd encourage us. And he's like, if you need to take a 30 minute nap, like just close your office door, turn off your light and nobody's going to bug you. Just take a 30 minute nap and get back to work. And so, yeah, no, it's, it's learning how you work best and finding the flow of it. Um, so it's finding the flow when you're in a conference and you need to focus for eight hours. What's your flow with that? Right. It's putting phone away, grabbing notebooks, making sure you're not really sitting next to anybody that's going to keep leaning over and having conversation with you. You would not want to sit next to me. Uh, I am that person <laughs> that is going to sit there and talk about everything that they're talking about. If I'm not taking notes. Um, yeah. Don't sit next to me for the eight-hour conversation. I mean, you're going to get some good laughs. You will have some good laughs. <laughs> That's so funny. And I take a lot of notes, and I do focus, but I'm also one of those multitasker when it comes to a conference that I'm looking for the big golden nuggets that I can actually implement versus writing down every single thing that they say um, because I know that that's not sustainable. Um, and well, I can't I read my writing. Oh, my gosh. And I know, you, I know you're probably like this as well. The biggest conference that I went to had eight speakers over like a three and a half day time period. Yeah, no, it was, it was intense. I mean, 9 a.m. in the morning to like 6 p.m. Um, or yeah, even sometimes later than that, about 8 p.m. in the evening time. Wow. And it was just 80 speakers and they were all speaking for like 12, 13 minutes or something like that. So it was shorter speeches, but like so much information, so much knowledge. It was crazy. Um, but so yeah. much fun. So take I can't time. read my writing. I, that's a problem. I, I should have been a doctor because I really, my handwriting stinks. But I want to say one other thing to you. You know, it's interesting. So crush the day. And I love, so I love what our, you know, your generation and are millennial. Are you a millennial? I'm actually, I'm going to, you showed your age. I'm going to show my age. I'm younger than a millennial. So I am, I'm right at that threshold of a millennial and a Gen Z. So. Yeah. Oh, are you 24, 25? 23. I turned 24. I love it. So like less than a month away. I think that's so brilliant. I love it. I have uh, my son started his business. He's 32. He has a, a steel mace business called Set for Set. He, oh, he's great. And he created these new kettleballs. But my 25-year-old is in Tucson, and he's the GM of a dispensary doing like amazing things. He's my pharmacist in the family. <laughs> We may need to talk. So. I love it. But but the key is, is that I think that um, our, our generation should never look down at your generation. First of all, there's so much that we can learn from you. So I don't see age. I see age more as a positive thing. Your age is great. But you know what? The reason why I'm bringing this up is that crush, crush your day. You know what? That is something that in essence, I think that your generation is bringing to our generation. And it works because as much as I'd like to stay home all day, like lay in bed. 
I can't, what would that end up? Like, I have to crush the day. I have to get up and do the things that I need to do so that, because my coach says to me at the end of the day, right, all the things that you did that you, you know, that, that you did great, the things that you crushed and, you know, what you're grateful for and then what you want to crush tomorrow. So you're, this whole aspect of it is so fantastic and it is motivating and exciting and you have so much to teach. So I love, I'm so glad that we connected. And then all I want to do is help you in any way. So I'm excited to be able to send you the list, pick out any workshops you want and the great content for blogs, by the way, great, great article contents and whatever I could do to help you, because I know that listening to you, you're helping me. It's one of those things as entrepreneurs, we feed off of each other and the genius that we each have. Um, age, like you were saying, it's, it doesn't really mean much anymore. Um, you can be 19 and a billionaire, right? Or you could be 70 and just starting a business. Exactly. Oh, it, but it's the beauty of being able to respect each entrepreneur and the journey that they're on and still understanding, Hey, this person still has value and I can learn from them. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm, of the, I'm a very firm believer that I can learn something from every single person that I come in contact with if I'm listening. And, I agree. But I also think that for your age, you're also going to find, you're going to be able to speak to uh, those, you know, that are in your age bracket, oh, yeah. maybe a little bit more than I do. So I think that your, your position really beautifully, because why? Because people are come, the kids are coming out of college and, or just high school and are not being taught. Oh my gosh, they're not being taught. I had, I interviewed Colonel Carla Bass for right to influence. She writes about like, get the fat out of the words. And that's so interesting because in school, they just want you to write 500 word essays and longer essays. And she's like the opposite, like write succinctly and, and keep it tight. And that's what we should be teaching our kids are. We know, just keep writing until your fingers fall off. Like it doesn't make sense. Get rid so, of that cookie cutter belief. Cookie cutter exactly. Story. Yeah, exactly. I love, I love it. So one question that I love to ask the guests that have that come on the podcast, uh, and first and foremost, if anybody that's listening to this has not been taking notes, uh, you need to go back through and take more notes, uh, or you need to listen to it a thousand times over and then take more notes, um, <laughs> memorize it, you know, the whole nine yards. Um, but one question that I love to ask people is kind of a two-part question. What is the, your favorite piece of advice to give? And then what is a piece of advice that is hard to give, um, but is needed? Interesting. So I think of what I would have told my younger self. I actually, at one point, remember being late for meetings because I thought that that's what you do, that when you're important and when you're special, you don't want to be the first person in the meeting. You want to be the last person in the meeting. I don't know where I got that impression of or if that's something that I was saw someone else do in the business and thought that was cool. But I realized, no, you know what? Put your ego aside. Be the first at the table in meetings. Immediately respect people's time. Respect who they are and show that respect. So that's one thing. The other, the other thing, too, is that, and this was kind of taught to me with my parents, don't tell people you're busy. Busy is relative, okay? The woman that's home with her brand new baby is very busy, too. And as entrepreneurs, you have you make your own time. So when you say, oh, I'm so busy, you're really saying, I don't know how to manage my own time. 
because if you're that busy, you should be managing your time. So my parents told me, yeah, they wouldn't allow us to say we're busy. You couldn't say, well, I'm, I'm too busy. They would be totally really mad at, at that, I, that philosophy. Plus, people will say it, and they're going to say it to a client. Oh, I'm sorry, Colton. I didn't get back to you with the price on the pens and mugs because I'm really busy. I've got blah, 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 blah. And you're thinking, oh, well, then you're too busy for me. So don't ever say that. Don't You don't have to tell people, don't wear it as a badge of honor because I actually think it's the opposite. I think, again, you can't control your own time. So do, do what you need to do, but don't let people know that. And that is one serious piece of advice that I really live by. I, I absolutely love that. And I want to speak to that really quickly, especially for those that are listening that we're like, okay, well, I'm saying this all the time that I'm, I'm busy and that I couldn't get something to somebody. So like, how do we, how do we fix that? Right? So a couple of words and shifts that people I feel like need to make first and foremost is I love the, I'm not busy, like getting rid of that and replace it with, it's not a priority. See how much you get done now. Um, <laughs> and then when something comes up, because sometimes people are, quote unquote, they, they got a lot going on, right? You could be booked all day long and you genuinely just could not have the space at the end of the day to send that one email out and you send it the next day. Followed up with, thank you so much for your patience in receiving this. Here it is. I because love it. We say, I am so sorry or we keep apologizing for everything, we're devaluing our time. And we're devaluing our clients and our customers' time. So shift that to a gratitude. Shift that to thank you so much for your patience. Thank you so much for your understanding. Um, thank you for being amazing. Here's that invoice, right? Exactly. <laughs> Get rid of excuses. I, I, in 2011, my New Year's resolution was no more excuses. Yeah. And you know what? That's it. Nobody cares that you were late, that you, because the car, blah, 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 blah. Just when you just, if you're late, you're late. I'm sorry, I'm late. You know, don't just, and it just, it, it, it refreshes. It's like the best thing that I've done is said, I no excuses. So that is another piece of advice that I would give to people because nobody cares. Nobody wants to hear your excuse. They really don't. And, now, it, and, it, and don't. it's not necessarily a, I don't care because I don't care about you. It's a, it's irrelevant. It does not impact me. Exactly. Like when somebody's exactly. like, oh my gosh, I just hit every single red light and is like, okay, you're here now. Why are we talking what? about your car ride to, to get here? Like, are we, are we just trying to bring in like negative energy into this environment that we're at right now? And we're like, we're here now. Like, that's amazing. I'm really glad you're here and that you made it safely. And who knows, maybe those red lights were keeping you from a really bad wreck. Right. So exactly. Get rid of the excuses. Nobody gives a fuck. Like exactly. And the other thing, Colin, is you know what? If you call me up and you said, Adrian, I'm, I'm looking for blah, 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 blah. I, I'm going to say to you, Colton, if, it, if it's time sensitive, I'll say, Colin, I'm going to drop everything and I'm going to work on your project. Yeah. Just those words alone make you feel, how do you feel when someone says that to you? It's like, wow. Okay. Like you don't know if I'm dropping else. everything. <laughs> exactly. You don't know if I'm dropping everything. You don't know what I'm doing. I may not even have anything to drop. But the point is, is that I found in business, a lot of people are afraid to say, I really appreciate your business. I want your business, Colton. Colton, I'm going to get right back to you because I really want your business. Yeah. I don't, I never hear people say that to me. Yeah. They'll say, I'll call you back. And then they don't, which is really weird and crazy. Oh yeah. Yeah. 
set alarms. If you're one of those people that says, I'll call you back, or you're always like, I have a, a client of mine uh, who's turned into a really good friend. And so she is on the phone probably 24 seven. I mean, like it is nonstop. Her phone does not stop ringing, um, which is phenomenal for business but horrible when it comes to getting back to people. And so what she's done is she'll put little reminders, text reminders in there, um, or she'll put it in her 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 um, calendar to call people back. Oh, oh wow. So she's taking these calls in. So, okay, yeah, wow, wow. Yeah, you yeah. So she, has it, she takes it on her phone and if she can't answer it right now, like if it's a client, then I mean, she definitely does um for her for her business coach it's not always the same thing <laughs> she'll like to in that little text message hey i'm on the other line can i call you back and sometimes she does and sometimes she doesn't and that's totally a-okay um but it's what what processes can we put in place in order to to maximize that yeah. a little bit more? my my dad my dad wouldn't allow he wouldn't talk to any employees unless they had a pad a paper and a pen yeah. And so I know myself, I always have a pad of paper when I'm so I can write those notes and do my to do's. And, but a lot of people don't. I'll see people all the time. Uh, you go and just say, yep. Nope. But when you're talking about a paper right now, <laughs> that's because you really have to live with that. And if you were going to tell someone in your in the wine stop, is it called the wine stop? It's, it's called Paradise Shopical Wines. I always call it the wine shop. <gasps> I love it. So if you're going to talk to one of your employees and you're telling them something and they don't have a pen and paper, how you really have to make sure. And I noticed that when I had the employees at the gallery, I was like, you need, always need to have that pen and paper. So that's another little tip that's yeah. really simple. Yeah. Well, it's one of those things that's we are going to forget. I don't care who you are. If I tell you 10 things, you're not going to remember all 10 things. Right. If I'm walking around, like like when I'm walking around the, the bar and I'm like, okay, this needs to get done, this needs to get done, this needs to get done. There's typically, there's sometimes a long list of things that we need to make sure that we're, we're watching out for. And it's not a, oh, I want to tell you all these things to do, doing everything wrong. It's like, no, I just like, let's just make the list so we can start knocking things off of that list. And that's too how, you know, going back to the servant leader, I said, we are going to knock things off of this list. If I'm up there, I am not just telling you to go do blah, 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 blah. Unless I genuinely just need you to do it and I don't have the time. Um, or it's not a priority for me at the moment and that's why I pay them. Um, but <laughs> it's one of those things that we forget. So the more that we can write down, the more that we can put processes and systems in place that allow us to succeed, allow those around us to succeed versus setting them up for failure or setting ourselves up for failure is that little tidbit that could just mean all of the difference. Um, exactly. And don't use your phone to take the notes because A, it's really distracting for the person that's yeah. giving it to you. And B, I think there's something in, in the writing of it more than just the typing of it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's also all the distractions that are on your phone. So I mean, oh, yeah. like, if I'm looking at my phone, uh, I'm probably getting 15 to 20 notifications every 10 minutes at least. And exactly. I don't feel like patting myself on the back half of the time. There are emails that I don't need and don't want and somehow got subscribed to. And I'm like, this is driving me nuts. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, don't use your phone unless like you need to. Like if I'm creating a shopping list, right? I'll go to my phone section and that's totally fine. But yeah, that for the most part, yeah, pen and paper, write that, write it down. It's the little things that mean the difference in your business. Um, and they, they do wonders.
for you. Exactly. Yeah. But Adrian, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. It has been an absolute blast. Uh, I know everybody that is listening can feel your energy. Um, on this Today's Today podcast, I love bringing on high energy individuals. Um, there, there have been times that I've brought in um, unbelievably knowledge, successful people, people that I absolutely love and respect, but their energy isn't that high level energy. And I'm a high level energy kind of person. If you listen to any of my podcasts, I'm probably laughing at myself at one point or another, <laughs> uh, making noises and sounds and accents and different things like that, just to have fun with it. Um, so I love bringing on high energy, successful entrepreneurs. And so Adrian, thank you so much for coming on. Um, why don't you thank tell you. how they can get in contact with you? I appreciate that. So actually, so Adrian, A-D-R-I-E-N-N-E, B-A-R-K-E-R. And part of actually as a entrepreneur is that you and your like brand is that I'm pretty excited that I'm, when I Google myself, I come up. So actually score comes up quickly. If you do Adrian Barker speaks, it'll pull up my YouTube show that I have. I have a website. Who doesn't have www.adrianbarker.com. My name on a site. Cause I have so many websites. I wanted to learn how to do websites. So I have like Barker healthcare products, Barker political products, Barker hotel products, you know, it's like I opened up all these like different websites paying for it now. But anyways, professional global etiquette is my site and I'm easy to find just like you are Colton. I had a great time actually Googling you. You've got a great name. You've just done a great job of, of promoting yourself. So that's really lovely to see. So that is how to get in touch with me. Oh, 386-631-4566. To give my phone number out and as a matter of fact i think i have it. it's all over the place so i don't really care so take my number out and then i also i don't put demands on my clients you could text me message me dm me twitter me i don't even care whatsapp i'm available and, uh, and if you don't hear from me really in 24 hours then i may have missed it so the only thing is is that most people when you start to work with someone you get used to like how they communicate back so most people know wait a second she's not responding back that maybe they did send it to me in a way that I didn't see it, but otherwise I am accessible. Boom. I love it. And all of your links and everything are going to be in the description down below. Um, so make sure to leave a five-star review. If you gain some value from this podcast, um, go make sure to subscribe. We are doing new podcast episodes every single week. Um, at least one a week. I mean, honestly, I think I'm doing like two or three a week right now. Um, which is, Oh my gosh. I, I love podcasting like no other. I also have this wine time podcast. If you haven't heard it before, go look up wine time in paradise. Me and my buddy, it's absolutely hysterical. We record on Monday night. So everything is uploaded by Tuesday. So new episodes for that are on Tuesdays. Um, but it's a super fun podcast that you just get to sit back, grab a glass of wine, uh, grab a adult beverage. If you're above the age in your geological area, um, and just have some fun versus this podcast that is very, you better be taking notes. You better be getting ready, <laughs> get ready for uh, some positive energy, high energy that is going to kick your butt into gear to go crush some goals more consistently by crushing them on a daily basis. So, but thank y'all so much for tuning in today. Um, we love you. We hope that y'all have a phenomenal, phenomenal day and we'll talk to you soon.